Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bookledge podcast. Today we have with us Ryan from the Book Thinkers. He is the co-founder of the bookthinkers.com and the admin of the Book Thinkers family. It was a really really awesome opportunity having him on my podcast and to be 100% honest, it was the best episode I have ever recorded. I hope that you will learn a lot from this episode and you will thoroughly enjoy it. And if you haven't subscribed or followed us depending on which platform you're listening to, please do it. So let's dive into it. Good morning, how's it going? Yeah, it's fine. So thank you Ryan and welcome to the Booklist podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So Ryan, let's get started with. So, why did you start reading? I started reading because I saw it as an opportunity to develop my skills in my career. And by developing my my skills in my career, I'd have an opportunity to make more money. <laughs> so, the motivation is money, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and overall, overall just living a better a better life. I've always cared about my own personal development and uh you know how my personal development impacts other people in my life so that's also important to me so uh when and how did you meet nick so i actually met nick um nick is my partner at book thinkers i met him one night through a friend and we all had plans to go out to the bar and uh nick decided to stay in and finish reading a book instead of go out And I would say he was 22 at the time and I was 24. Um and that's actually what sparked me to get into reading. And then fast forward it uh, about 3 years, we started working together on some projects. I started consulting with him uh more and more book thinkers and then uh we decided to uh form a partnership and and uh and grow book thinkers together. That's great. I mean having a partner you can rely on is always good. Having a partner that you can rely on, you trust, you believe in is uh something that I feel grateful for. <laughs> so uh, Ryan, how do you apply what you learn from books? Well, it's funny. So after I met Nick, uh we had both um we both started reading The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And Shortly after that, we decided to uh track our daily or weekly habits and routines. And so we built out an Excel spreadsheet. Um we started pretty small, you know, doing things like waking up and having a glass of water and making sure we get 30 minutes of sunlight and meditating every day. And at the end of the week, we would we would meet and we would hold each other accountable. for the success or lack of success we had building these routines. And um while we were reading, we'd come across really awesome takeaways and we'd put that into our tracker. So as an example, um while I was reading one of Grant Cardone's books, he shared how every day, both in the morning and in the evening, he writes down one goal and one thing that he's grateful for. And so um when I when I learned that I said I'm going to add this into my spreadsheet. I added it into my spreadsheet. I did it for more than 365 days and I found that 
70 or 80% of the days, my goal was to be a business owner. And that's what really got me excited about exploring the world of entrepreneurship and ultimately landing with book thinkers. So um, we have trackers that we put in place so that we're actually tracking the, the things that we learn in books that we want to implement into our lives. Wow, that's just like uh, Dan Hardy and his friend from the book, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we totally copied it. <laughs> I mean, take the for- formula and put it. Yeah, totally. That's good, Ryan. So, uh, you talked about uh, reading Grant Cardone's book. Well, I have a doubt. So, if we compare compound effect and the 10x rule, I think they're polar opposites. So, which one do you think has more power and which one should we follow? Uh, it's funny you say that. So, I, I think with every book... Um, I think with every book, it's really important that you, uh, you know, you apply it to your life in some way that's unique. So as an example, with with 10X, um, you know, I once told my girlfriend of the time, I said, uh, you know, I've never found a recipe for being successful that doesn't take a lot of hard work. And it would have been really nice, you know, like life would be great if I'd be able to come home at five o'clock and cook dinner and watch a movie and have quality time with that partner. But um, I had this goal inside of me that's that is a part of my soul. And in order to achieve that, I've never found that I can be successful without putting in a lot of time towards that goal. And so I like I really like Grant Cardone's 10x philosophy, but I don't want people to get uh, confused and think that if you're working, you know, 12 hours a day, that means it's going to create success. Because for me, success comes with a lot of strategy and a lot of forethought, as well as the 10x effort Um, on compound effect. I just think that's you know, that's one of the most impactful books that I've ever read. And and it's because it's led me to all of these different habits that I've applied to my life. And if I continue to apply these habits to my life, it's going to have, you know, incremental change, incremental growth for the next, you know, however long I'm on this planet and I'm only 29 years old. So um, I think, I think both are super important if, uh, you know, depending on what your goals are. So both are unique in their own way, right? Yeah, they are. And that's what I love about personal development books because some some resonate, they're all unique and usually there's like one or two things you can take away from it. Yeah. So Ryan, what are the books that you have gifted the most? Maybe to your family or friends? <laughs> I love I love that question. Uh <laughs> So I'd say I've gifted two books probably the most. One is The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. Have you read that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Holiday is a really great author. I have read about his five books around uh, the three books, uh, the four books on stoicism and the one on marketing, right? Yeah, exactly. I noticed you're a pretty avid reader too, which is which is cool. Um and you're picking it up a lot younger than I did. But uh, but yeah, The Daily Stoic is a book that I gifted to um, a lot of people, actually, last last Christmas. 
And then I also gifted um, Inquire Within by INQ. <clears throat> and so it's a, it's a book of poems. Um, and it's all about changing the present. And there's almost something, there's poems in here that I believe that anyone can relate with. Um, he's, a, he's a thought leader. So he's, he's a part of like Oprah's top 50 thought leaders in the world. And he's just been a very successful poet. He wrote a book based on all of his poems. It's one of my favorite books, and it's something that I've gifted to a lot of people now. Well, I haven't heard about that one. Definitely, I'll check it out. Yeah, man, maybe I can gift it to you. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be delighted to have that. (laughs) So Christmas is near. Yeah, it is. So, Ryan, uh, there are so many books to read. I mean, it's so crowded. I get so many book recommendations every now and then. So, how do we choose which one to read and which one not to? I think that's a really hard... I think that's a, another really good question that you're asking. Um, you know, some of the, the the strongest growth I've had in my life have been a product of some of the books I've read in the moments that I read them. Um, as an example, I was in sales and I was working on a very large client. Um, and at the time I said to Nick, my partner, I said, Hey man, I really need your book recommendation. Um, he had been reading more than I had. I need a sales book. This is the type of sale it is. And he gave me a book recommendation of uh, sales EQ by Jeb Blunt, but there's 20 different sales books, you know, not 20. I mean, there's 20 plus that are in the mainstream and there's hundreds that uh, one could potentially read or find on Amazon. Um, But I've always found a personal book recommendation by someone that really knows you and for which you could describe what it is you're looking for um, has always carried the most value for me. And I, I also think like you just have to continue to read. And as you continue to read, you start to narrow in on what you like. And then you, you do more of that. So I found for me, like a common commonality to the books I'm reading, a lot of them are about like my inner being. So my favorite books are Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins, Inquire Within by INQ, Living in Flow by Sky Isaac Nelson. And they're all books that relate to kind of who I'm being in myself. Uh, not about like how do I develop a certain skill. So uh, I think you know the more you read, the more you start to narrow that in. And and um, you know, thankfully for bookstagrammers like you and I, uh, people also have the opportunity to ask us questions, and hopefully we can help. Yeah, I mean it's a really good opportunity to connect with people, and I mean literally help them. Like, just like you said, it's important to read uh, certain books at certain times of our life. So personal book recommendations are really, really appreciated. Yeah, I think I think in the future, I, you know, I'd really like to create a better system for personalizing book recommendations because um, I don't think there's a really good way of doing it right now. Mm. Like, how do you get well, I mean, uh, if someone asks me, I'll ask them what they want 
to improve in i mean if they want to improve their habits then i'll recommend atomic habits or compound effect or if they want to learn about finance then i'll recommend uh, rich dad poor dad or i want to be get i will, I will teach you to be to get rich by Ram, ramesh sethi mm-hmm. so it depends on things that you want to grow on so it's a hard doing it in dm so i think there's a personalized way where one can go and find a, a certain niche a certain situation to read a book yeah i think you're right um you know the way to do it now it's you know nick has been in his dms on book thinkers for the past 3 years giving book recommendations and so um i would tell anyone to feel free to reach out to any of us and ask us for a recommendation and hopefully hopefully it works <laughs> yeah yeah it will so ryan what is a recent book that you had read and had a lot of impact on you i mean you read it and you start realizing that uh, there might be something wrong and with me and i have been doing things uh, a little wrong so i need to change them and i need to make them better wow um There's a there's a book called um well I read Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, I heard about it from Nick recently. Yeah. And so that book was incredibly refreshing and I'd say refreshing because it's amazing to see someone who has is as successful as Matthew McConaughey has been. be able to be so vulnerable and to be able to share his story uh not only the ups but also the downs you know the the retreats that he had to take in between movies because he was losing his sense of self um you know i think uh people who have made a transition from like the corporate world to entrepreneur you know being an entrepreneur or doing something that is far greater risk um you know there's there can be an imbalance um it's <laughs> it's funny because i i tell like i tell my friends they they say congratulations on on taking the risk to be an entrepreneur cuz there's there's greater risk comes greater reward <clears throat> but i say like i'm surprised no one tried to stop me because this this lifestyle it's not easy you know it's uh yeah it's uh, it's very different and there's a lot of ups and downs and the key to happiness and the key to success is to stay stay above it all kind of stay neutral and not experience those incredible dips in in emotion or feeling because of the success or lack of success that your business is having so it was refreshing for me to read green lights by matthew mcconaughey because he shares it very vulnerably about what he went through um during his during his journey you know all the ups and downs and and things that he journaled while he was uh while he was going through it well it's not like a really great book i mean i am going to read that soon <laughs> hearing that from me i'm going to read that soon <laughs> yeah it's one of my it's one of my favorite books i've ever read uh so i i would suggest it <laughs> thanks ryan yeah no worries So Ryan just like you said uh, about vulnerability I mean do you think uh, we should be open with everyone I mean uh, everyone with 
I mean, people judge you, right? When they see that you're vulnerable or you say something about you, that uh, is kind of that. Uh, I mean, people can use against you at some time. <clears throat> so, is it good to be vulnerable? The the question almost gets me emotional because my answer is yes. Um, but I know how hard it is for people to be vulnerable because of a lot of the reasons you shared. Um, yeah. I, my whole life, I you know I grew up with a, a single mother, and and she is super vulnerable and um, very authentic, and that's the person that I've become. So it's it's uh, it's easier for me to be vulnerable because I grew up being vulnerable. I didn't grow up with a guarded family, um, <clears throat> and I and I have a lot of peers who have grown up with guarded families, and so vulnerability is something that is outside of the norm, and they're judged by vulnerability. I've always been, I've always been congratulated, or uh, you know, I, I've always been backed. When I've been vulnerable, you know, my mother is happy that I'm vulnerable. I've shared incredibly vulnerable stories on the Book Thinkers Family Channel about my personal life, um, and, and I don't know a single person that would be as vulnerable as I was in sharing those stories. Um, <clears throat> but it's it's something I grew up with. I think it's really hard for people who don't grow up in that type of environment to then create vulnerability especially because most people aren't vulnerable they just aren't um but i think it's one of my greatest gifts and i would tell anyone to be vulnerable and be themselves and feel what their feelings are and uh and not be afraid of that and um there's other people out there that are vulnerable and and become friends with them yeah that's true i mean it's really incredible to know that you i mean you are vulnerable and you shared uh, uh, so much with us i mean it gets me really emotional you know so thank yeah. you and for sharing yeah when you're when you're vulnerable you can relate so i have related with so many people because i've been open you know i, I talk about book thinkers there's two there's two pictures of book thinkers right there's the this you know biggest bookstagram account and they're also this they have eight people working for them nick is very smart and articulate um they're meeting with grant cardone and elena cardone tomorrow in person in miami like there's we're meeting with rick ross like there's there's the image of book thinkers that everyone sees and then there's the book thinkers that you know we're trying to figure out how we can add the most value to our audience but also make money doing that so that we can continue to provide for people. You know, there's the business aspect where we we don't have it figured out. Like we're literally trying every day to figure out what that business model is where we can provide our audience with incredible value and we can keep the business afloat and impact millions of lives eventually. But, you know, I've been doing it now for uh, a while and I still don't have it figured out. And so, um, and, and you go through ups and downs, right? You go through a tremendous amount of self doubt when, when you look at like, like Evan Carmichael, who's pretty big on Instagram, he, he quit. You know, he was in his twenties. He was an entrepreneur. 
Then he shares very vulnerably that he quit on his business partner and then only the next day to come back. But that's why he does what he does because he's trying to get people to believe in themselves so they won't quit. But, um, you know, when you're able to share with that level of authenticity and vulnerability, it makes it very easy to relate with. Evan and I both share our stories about how, um, how challenging it is to, to grow a startup company. And, uh, and because we both openly share that story, we both have something that we can relate on and we can, we can get past the barrier that most people have while they're having these conversations. So, you know, I'm the biggest proponent of vulnerability. I think it, uh, it allows you to relate with people. And now I have mentors, advisors, friends that are really all quality relationships. I, I have a lot of quality relationships in a lot of areas and I accredit it all to my vulnerability. Well, Ryan, that's something people should learn. So anyone listening this, vulnerability is your biggest strength it's not some weakness that is holding you back it is definitely your big strength yep yep there's you know that's how you that's how you meet people you have no idea like i shared i shared on the bookmakers family channel about um you know when i was young the passing of my father and the financial hardship that we went into and i i shared it from a perspective of like being in the moment So, and and I read Built to Serve by Evan Carmichael. It, it helps you with, you know, knowing how vulnerable, how deep you should get in telling your story. And so I, I even shared the point of, I remember being in the kitchen and my mother crying because our house is, is about to be foreclosed on and we can't pay any of our bills. And she doesn't have a job where it's warrants enough income to be able to pay our bills. So we really, we were at a dead end and my brother and I, we were, you know, 12 and 10 years old at the time. And um, there's nothing we could do to provide for the family. And she also had to maintain, you know, and support our lives, our mother. And, um, but, you know, when you, when you go to that level of vulnerability, you have no idea how many people afterwards reached out to me and said how courageous that is to be able to share your story. And it's just cool when people do that because like everyone has something that is really messed up in their lives you know, not everybody, some people are blessed to not have that, but I would say more people do. And uh, when you're able to see someone else's story, you're able to put your situation in, you know, in a different perspective. And um, when you're able to put it in a different perspective, you're able to realize and stop feeling bad for yourself. I mean, the, the foundation of growth and success is, is having accountability and ownership over your situation and not feeling bad for yourself. And when you're vulnerable and other people are vulnerable, you're able to see that there's everyone else is dealing with the same thing. You're able to form a stronger connection. Yeah, that's true. I mean, thank you for sharing the story, Ryan. You're welcome. I mean, great. <laughs> so, thank you, Ryan. And I can't even be grateful that I can relate with you, Ryan. So we also face here a lot of financial troubles. My family goes every day because of the debts that my father has accumulated over the years. So it's really nice to have someone to relate with 
so you can say something that makes you vulnerable so thanks ryan you're welcome and the next you know the next step in you sharing your story is is sharing the the vivid detail of, of the experiences you've had um because of those financial constraints so it's it's not just a financial constraint but it's the fight that your parents get into because of the financial constraint you know it's the it's the um it's the fear that that is created inside of you as an example because of the fights that your parents have because of the debt that has been taken on you know it's it's those vivid pictures in your mind that not only and i just made that up you know i have no idea if that's your story at all but it's yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's that's true you know i mean i grew up uh, i mean Uh, his schools are not that great so we have to pay for tuitions so we could uh, reach out to better teachers and learn from them so i used to go to tuitions so um it happened around for two years nine uh, when i was in class nine and class 10 so my father after about a few months i went to the tuition the teacher will ask for money so i ask and come to my father that please pay the fees he's asking for it and he will ask in such a manner that you will feel like humiliated in front of your friends i mean they're they will look down on you i mean think why is he paying money my father will say we have some problems we have to wait for some time but teachers sometimes they they also need money right they also run a business they need the money so they sometimes become too much i mean they humiliate you in front of your friends and you just feel like uh, someone i mean i can't even describe that it's just so hard to <laughs> so i mean i have faced kind of thing and for a long time uh, i started reading books uh, in so after that uh, after i passed my 10th so in my 11th and 12th i received no no tuitions i denied to go to them because i was afraid that i will be humiliated in front of my friends and will know about uh, something about me that makes me wrong so at that time i had uh, free time so i started reading personal development books and after reading wisdom pure it hit me deep really really deep the thing that he talks about why students are not taught about money in school or parents uh, parents don't talk about money in front of kids and uh, why it is important to a financial literacy so it just touched my heart so i wanted so the main reason uh, i am working i am doing all of this stuff is because i want the money in the end because i know what uh, money can do for you many people think money isn't that important you you if you work for money you will not get rich something like crap like that i mean in the end it's so so important so i never bought physical books and i recently uh, started bringing physical books so i never bought physical books i used to download pdfs of books from the internet and read it so things are hard and my pa- my parents i can deny that that they are not working hard enough to pay off the debt but they have made the mistake and that was because of the lack of 
financial literacy so i wish that i will never make that kind of mistake because because i have been reading books on financial literacy <laughs> my ears are hurt now <laughs> something look, i mean that's something to look up to man um you know i i uh i know a lot of americans can't if they were to lose their job they don't have a month of savings um uh and so like i can't imagine um some of the commu- you know some of the peers that that you have in india that can relate with uh what it is you're doing probably not to the degree where you're actually taking action and you're reading these books and you're applying it and you're having these conversations and you're in the community you know they I'm sure your peers aren't doing what you're doing but yeah. I'm sure they can relate with why I'm sure they can relate with background which uh you know the more you share that you'll get you get a lot of haters but you'll get those few people that come uh you know lifelong relationships for, for you <laughs> yeah I never shared it with uh, I mean I said it a lot less person so it's good to have someone with whom I can share my deep vulnerable stories yeah man keep sharing it keep sharing it I swear it'll be uh, better than it will bad <laughs> <laughs> so thank you Ryan of, a lot of people can relate um you know part of the reason why I I quit and uh my my day job which I was making a ridiculous amount of money is because it wasn't it wasn't filling you know my passions and uh and I read the compound effect or not I'm sorry not the compound effect the uh cash flow quad by Robert Kiyosaki and uh you know that ties back into like people want a personal book recommendation would you recommend rich dad poor dad or cash flow quadrant i know <laughs> cuz you and like rich dad poor dad i like cash flow quadrant but uh but yeah cash flow quadrant is the thing that opened my eyes and really said to me like you know what am i doing here becoming an employee i'll never be wealthy which means i'll never be able to impact the amount of people that i want to impact so i think the zoom looks like the zoom meeting has about 7 more minutes uh are there other things you might want to cover Oh yeah there are a lot of things that I want to cover can you join back i mean do you have free time now uh i have another uh yeah i have another like 15 minutes okay so i would like to ask you something about yourself so ryan uh is there a failure or apparent failure of us that has set you up for future success it sounds weird but I don't know if I I don't know if I've had any like failures that I I regret. Um I think the one thing about me being vulnerable and authentic it's that uh I've always followed what my heart has told me to be right. And so I may look back on it and say like oh I should have married this girl or you know I should have continued to make the salary you know that I was making and and you know at one point in my life I was working for directly for the CEO for a half a billion dollar company managing all of sales closing multi-million dollar deals making $400,000 a year and so I could look back on that and I could say 
versus now where I'm not making any money and I don't know where my <laughs> next dollars are coming from. You know, I could look back and say, man, I might regret that. <laughs> uh, the CEO was my mentor in life. He was like an older version of me. And, um, and he, he gave me so much mentorship and time. Um, but I, I'm not, I wouldn't regret that. You know, I, I would never regret taking the risk to become an entrepreneur, whether book thinkers works or it doesn't. And I, I kind of apply that to every aspect of my life because at the end of the day, I make, you know, the one thing is I, I make hard decisions that a lot of people in my life don't understand or don't agree with, but I know it's the right thing. And so when you make those hard decisions, you go through some level of suffering that may be really deep, but you come out of it a stronger person. And... um and I've lived my whole life that way. So, uh, you know, I may end up 40 years old and having never found the woman of my dreams because, you know, I, because I, I've been with, I've had girlfriends that were incredible people, but maybe weren't, uh, totally like, um, similar to how I am, you know, maybe we weren't under able to understand each other and why we do certain things to that deep level. And so I've moved on, uh, but I'll never regret any of those decisions because they're all decisions that I think were right because I've just gone with what I think is right, whether it's hard or easy. Well, that's something that people should learn, you know, I mean, regretting only puts you back into the past and messes with your mind. So that's really good. So. Yeah. Brian, uh, as a teenager, uh, how should we choose our career? I mean, we don't have enough knowledge, enough uh, ability to take our own decisions. But uh, we think that our parents' decision is wrong. So how do one choose his own career? Well, I think it's unique for everybody. And I don't think I have the answer. However... <laughs> um, I uh <clears throat> I do remember what yeah. No, I was I was going to say I do remember once I was I was busing tables uh at a restaurant and I met this guy who said um do what you love and I think it's easy to say that and you know first you have to make money you have to do certain things to be able to ultimately do what you love but now that I'm doing what I love I would I would share that with with any teenager you know, do what you love first and uh, find a way to make money doing it. But um, I think I think what helped me the most was when I was in college, I had an epiphany. And the epiphany was that um, college can go one of two ways. I can either be shy and introverted, which I was all throughout my life, or I can learn how to communicate and I can just expose myself like when I passed that pretty girl that I didn't say hi to, which caused this epiphany, now I'm going to say hi. And I'm going to say hi every time to people that I remotely know. And so what that built for me was an ability to communicate. It, it broke that introversion and, and created an extrovert in me. And that extrovert, you know, once I learned how to communicate, I could apply that to any career that I'm going into and I could have more success in that career. 
it's kind of like it's kind of like seller be sold by Grant Cardone. He lists yeah. probably a hundred different professions that one can take up, and your ability to earn is so much greater if you're able to sell or communicate. So I think anyone who's not really sure what they want to do first start to learn to communicate better and understand people better. And that'll take you on a on some path that's greater than what it is you're in. Well, uh, that's that was a really great piece of advice, Ryan. And it was really unique one. I mean, I have heard people say do what you love or experiment with things, but this was something unique. <laughs> Agreed. So, thank you Ryan for being here with us. Uh, due to time constraint, we have to end it. But I had a lot more questions to ask you. So, can we schedule some time again? <laughs> I'd love to talk with you more. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I really appreciate you bringing me on. You know, it's weird. It's weird for me a little bit when I when I'm sharing because everything is unique to every individual. But uh, but you had some really good questions, and I'm happy to I'm happy to jump on with you anytime. Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome. Take care. Thank you, Ryan. Have a good day. You too. So this is it. I hope you all liked the episode. And if you are listening to Apple Podcast, please go to the show page and leave it a five-star rating. I would highly appreciate it. So thank you very much, and see you in the next episode.